The following podcast contains spoilers, graphic violence, nudity, and foul language. Viewer discretion is advised. Tony, when you're eating that fudge round, look right in diabetes' eyes. That way you're devouring his soul. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the 4AM Podcast, the podcast where nerds talk about movies and their fate is determined by a D20 roll. I'm your host, Rob, and I am joined today by the council of these people in any particular order. This one first. Uh, Tony. John. Joe. All right. Usually the guest goes last, but John can't help himself. He's going around the table. He's a he's a guy. So, Welcome back, John. We were planning. John's not a guest. John never left. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were planning after this of just letting John out in the woods and giving him a you know till we eat a meal head start, which by the way is more than enough time for John <laughs> yeah, yeah. to be. He would have started. We're not finding him. He would have been in Rhode Island <laughs> yeah. by then. Yeah. But You're also, he's dead. just going to wait outside and beat our ass oh, when yeah. we go out there. Absolutely. So. Just like you just or possibly just set the house we'll, we'll yeah, hear that's... the door shut we'll hear the the hummer engine start but it won't go anywhere <laughs> it'll just be revving out there and then come through your front door yeah that's all right i'll stick the dog on him oh that's right yeah we do have a vicious hound with us this <laughs> week that's right 15 pounds of mayhem i like to call her our truly mm-hmm. special i don't want to call her a guest because i believe she's officially replacing will but, uh, uh, pepper. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been searching for a while for a replacement for Will, and so far, yes, a fifteen-pound schnoodle has uh, has done the best job. <laughs> Guys, we watched Surviving the Game. Is that what we do here? Yeah, we watch <laughs> the movies, and sometimes we try new snacks. Which today, uh, I do have snacks on what will be our first official. Fat Chat Test Kitchen. Ooh. We've had many, but this will be the first official one. Um, Wait, so is that one of those cakey damn things that we... It is not. Okay. I know better than that. All right. So, <laughs> uh, well, to start, yes, sir. a warning to all pregnant women, either have these things on hand or get something. I've been warned before. I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, yeah, um, what? When we, uh, uh, one of our viewers, mm-hmm. listeners, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, said that when we were doing the ice cream oh, taste test. Oh, that's correct, yeah. That she was quite upset that she could not taste them all as well, so just letting them know. Apologies <clears throat> to listener Sharon, and also um, congratulations on your new child. And to be fair, um, if I could stuff ice cream through the microphone to share it with all of you, I would. He turns out he just shoves the microphone in ice cream. I mean, and I do that all the licks time. Licks it off. I do. And I've I am lactose intolerant, and I probably have IBS. It's a real mess afterwards. Probably <laughs> he does dive in first. It's, it's actually can. it's usually a real mess during. But uh, that's why we have the wood chips on the floor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's why it smells like a habit trail in here. So speaking of, maybe I should light this. Fresh balsam candle, everybody. <laughs> Guys, we watched Surviving the Game. It's a it's a film from 1994. It stars a bunch of people. What, what is it? That's rain, total body fuel. I mean, it's, it's got so much caffeine in it. It's gonna oh, give. Yeah, it's, what's it, what's the Robin flavor on that? Reaction. 
with guess. I'm gonna guess orangey. I can't smell anything. It just like it, it legit just smells like Gatorade to me. I mean, oh. I smell the pine the candle or whatever one? that is. No, this the is the balsa wood candle. Is this okay or is this not? This yeah. is creamsicle, and it tastes oh. like creamsicle. So you can tell we really don't want to talk about this film. I mean, there's nothing to talk about. It's I mean, just it's just the deadliest the deadliest game. Well, we're also not even there yet. So test well, kitchen. What do we? Oh, you want to do that first? We don't want to talk about what we're eating. Well, yeah. yeah All right, Joe, do a quick theme song. Fat cat test kitchen. Eat it now. Eat it out. That's right. Or eat I it said out. now, but eat you could out. also eat it out. So I have three things. <laughs> oh, rip so that motherfucker! I have, I have Hostess s'mores cupcakes. All right, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. All right, you can eat that out. I have Snickers cinnamon bun edition. What? Probably gross, but we'll see. And I have the the real one that I think is going to be off. Trading card. Blueberry muffin Kit Kat. What? Okay, mm, this so, could go one of two ways. Yeah. <laughs> so honestly, I think the s'mores cupcakes—that's a pretty reasonable bet. Save it for last, probably. Yeah, I, my guess. Let's get the gross stuff out of the way. First. Yeah, do we just do we want to like kind of just bet on what's uh, going to be? Oh, the blueberry sure. muffins are probably going to be the biggest crime against nature. But that those <laughs> Cinnabon Snickers probably aren't going to be that great either. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I can't really argue with that. So all right. <clears throat> I mean, in both cases, these are like, you know, your scientists um, were so preoccupied so, with whether John or not they could, they stopped they to think about. Yeah, they give, think me sure. give, give me a break. Yeah, get John half. Give me a break. Unless you want to eat all Break me off a piece of that fucking Kit Kat bar. Oh, so we each have to yeah. eat two bars, not even Share one bar? Share Milton. You don't have to. Oh my God, it smells like a blueberry muffin. That's for damn sure. Mm. Passes the smell test, but I know it's not going to taste like that. Tony can't even get the package open. You handed that to the I, wrong person. Tony's now. under pressure. Yeah. I ripped that motherfucker open real fast, but you're going to get my hands all over your candy. I'm trying to be nice here. All right. I'm going to get my mouth all over this candy. You guys ready? All right. All right. Uh, two at yeah. a time. Here we go. What everyone wants to listen to. Chewing. So it's not good. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's just, it's wrong it, somehow. But it, I'm going to say it's not bad. Yeah, it's one of those things where, like, why did yeah. you make this and then think that, like, this would be okay compared to a regular Kit Kat? Well, I mean, it's just to get... It's kind of like, why do we have seven different flavors of fucking Mountain Dew? Like, so... Well, we only have one flavor of Diet Mountain Dew, and that's all I drink. <laughs> Here's where I'm at. I think we could have a conversation if it didn't have the white chocolate on top. Yeah, that's not helping anybody. It's not. I do not like that. Uh, now, I'm not. I'm not against yeah. white chocolate. No, no, no. But so, not not covering a wafer cookie. So just the regular Kit Kats with white yeah. chocolate are actually pretty decent. Yes, mm -hmm. but the blueberry with the white chocolate, I don't think is. Yeah, the blueberry. It's it's just it's too sweet. It's too artificial tasting. Yeah, it's not as bad as the the cake things. Yeah. That was. If I want blueberry not, muffin, I'll just buy the package of blueberry muffins that's one aisle over mm -hmm. from the Kit Kats. Yeah. So There's this that. this is um. I mean, I'm gonna finish it. All right. I don't. I I may have to. I may. There may have to be alcohol involved if I finish oh. that. Right now, I've got my yeah. Sprite. I appreciate what they're going for, but it just yeah, it does not quite yeah hit the mark. Cleanse the palate with some Sprite. Okay. Bring a Sprite for everybody. No. Did you bring enough Monster Energy drink for everybody? No, but I wasn't planning on doing a test kitchen. This is not part of the test kitchen. Cleansing your palate is. Okay. I have water also. Would you like some water? I'm fine. 
All right. Gentlemen, come on. We have a long way to go. No, we Let's don't. not have morale Smilly's, breakdown. Smilly's yeah, we are going to spend like 20 minutes talking about this movie. We're going to talk about Gary Busey and his nutso face. We're going to talk about... Dr. Cox going nuts. We're going to talk about how Ice-T Ice mm-hmm. looks like Robert Downey Jr. and Tropic Thunder through half of this thing. All right, so the next thing we have is the Snickers cinnamon bun. Oh, he got a knife for this. We got a knife for this. I'll just pass... I'll pass it to Joe, and then I'll pass it to John. Oh, you guys. Oh, all right. Yeah, just cut the other one. In. Well, I was, listen, I was trying not to get handsy with y'all's no, I appreciate well, it. I, I was, too. I'm that's, just, that's good. you know. But, Tony, you know what? You're my blood, if, so Yeah, I'm just saying, nerd. give that to Joe. Yeah, there you go. And I can just, well, I could have picked it up. Nope. No. All right. You're having my sweaty yeah, fingers. Just, just so <laughs> everyone knows, that's that's the baseline of what we do with it all the time. Like, I was trying to be nice, but then I said, fuck it. Off the cuff, mm. this smells halfway between just a regular Snickers and my grandfather's old ashtray. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It, it does. Yes. It smells gritty. It's a little cigarette-y. Yeah. I, I just said, I've never really just taken a drag of a Snickers. It's always so, a, this is the first a, time. That's a new one. All right, it's going in. It has a tobacco flavor. Uh-oh. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. This tastes like it was on the floor in a smoke shop. Like, yeah, like, I've legit smoked a pipe. It took a minute, but less, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, less tobacco. Yeah, like, what the fuck? It took a All minute. Right. So, folks, if you like smoking a pipe or cigars, this is your candy right here. But, for, but to be honest, room. like, the flavor is, it's subtle for me, at least. Here's the problem, though. It's This isn't... I wouldn't say if you like smoking a pipe, this is your candy. If you like cleaning the pipe after with your tongue, this is your candy. I don't... So, <laughs> I, don't get I get no cinnamon by Yeah, for all. me, it was yeah. like tobacco, 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 cinnamon, then back to tobacco. And, like, it was just... I got all the cinnamon in a little burst. I'm tasting no cinnamon. Yeah. yeah I, no, I just get tobacco and caramel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think I might be getting little bits of the cinnamon in there, but it's basically part of what's making the tobacco flavor, and it's just not cool. I mean, I can't say it tastes bad because mostly it just tastes like a Snickers. With like 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 if you just smoked a cigar and then ate a Snickers, yeah, Snickers after it. Yeah. I um, mean, neither of these were good. No, uh, no, I don't think either of them were outright but, atrocious. But I could finish the Snickers. Yeah. And maybe part of it was the fact that it was like softer. So I didn't feel like I was chewing on the white chocolate as much. Hmm. This one I feel like is gonna be Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, we could be wrong. I could we could all be totally wrong and this will be the worst out of all three of them. I'm waiting like, for it. Like this this little s'mores cupcake could just be filled with cum. And like we Oh thank you for that fucking Well John, I have news for you. Yours is definitely <laughs> Oh, yeah, you made sure. You made a little special mark on the package. Sure. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah, that one's John's. Okay. <laughs> there you go. It's like the fucking cannolis. <laughs> Actually, might have been that in case you were getting the Snickers as well. I promise there will be some discussion of movies. Yeah. Probably within half an hour. Yeah, eventually. This, uh, I don't care. Cupcake. No one has come to this place for movies in years. Ugh. All right. So, this is s'mores. S'mores. Um, Hostess yeah, s'mores it cupcakes. cupcakes. It is just cupcakes. I mean, it smells yeah. like a cupcake. It does. It's going in. I get the s'mores bit. 
What do you know? Um, it just tastes like a s'mores cupcake. Yeah. I mean, it tastes like a hostess cupcake. That's it, basically. Actually, it yeah, is a little more marshmallowy. There's a slight marshmallow to the filling, yeah. And it, the the cake is a bit more graham cracker-esque. You're right. You're right. Subtle, but I get it. This is good. It could stay. These are oh, oh yeah. These are these are kind of banging. I'm gonna add the rest yeah. of these to diabetes. <laughs> yeah, this is. Right, I guess that one's mine. This one's fine. The out. other two could get the fuck out. Yeah, the other two can uh, eat a dick and smoke a cigar. I guess. Yeah. Well, they're yeah. In the whichever other... order. Well, at the same them. time. Again, the other two were not like the uranium cakes where we could not finish them. Mm. It's more, but it's more like smoking a dick and eating a cigar. Mm. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, the s'mores cupcakes. That's pretty good. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I fought some of them. So who here has seen Survivor the game before? <laughs> I literally never heard that of this until we rolled it. Same here. I remember it coming out and just being like, "I'll pass," and then I oh. forgot about it until you talked to me this week. Yeah, even though uh, Rudger Hauer was in it. Yeah, I mean, I, li- I like me some Rooker Hauer, but I don't like me so much the iced tea. I. Especially as a main character. I believe on the last episode, I said that there was a chance this might have been a Brian ad and stuff, and that still could be, because I did not remember shit about this movie until about 10 minutes in, and it all came flooding back to me. Brian, is this your fault? Because they say the F word a lot in this movie. My little ears were. <clears throat> ravaged. Um, I blame you. I I'm going to say the F word a lot in this podcast. I know that you do, mm. you refrain from doing it. Sometimes. So um, I will say it twice as much. Thank you. Even things out. Thank you. Um, So who's in this fucking movie, Tony? Wrong person, or Joe? wrong way. <laughs> Come on, man. But, we got uh, to do, so, do the budget first. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> Surviving the game, you really do need a script. Surviving the game came out in 1994. I need somebody to press on my foot and say Mr. Thompson. Uh, (laughs) It's directed by uh, Ernest R. Dickinson. (laughs) Ernest Borgnason. Who uh, directed other such wonderful things. As reviving the name. No, uh, a whole bunch of TV shows. And um, things you're probably never going to know. Uh, also, Juice. Uh, yep. Ambushed. Speaking of, ju- speaking of ambushed. You time for into, sure. that, that had better be my wife. As well as... Should I... Just just snap, <laughs> snap her neck and put her in the hole I pre-buried in the yard, John. I hope Wait, someone buries me this deep when I die. I assume all this is going in. Yeah. Of course. So. <laughs> this is a live show, Tony. We should do that. This should be a live show. Okay, continue. So, Tony. Juice, Ambushed, uh, Bulletproof, and uh, which that is the Adam Sandler, Damon Wayans double-handed. Oh, I thought that was the DMX Steven Seagal. You wish it was. I, t- I have never <laughs> wished anything be that. She might need to take a shit. Really? The dogger's <laughs> wife. <laughs> Both. <laughs> um, no, she's just sitting there staring at the door. Oh, because she probably heard somebody drive by. Yeah. But also, perhaps more importantly, we floors. at least to this group, he is the director of one Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I better agree. Right we here. gotta watch that one. 
Yeah. I'm pretty sure that doesn't hold up. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, if that's not on the one list, it should be. I'm having a hard time. Which one was <laughs> Which one was that? That was the one with... Uh, that was... Billy Baldwin, not Billy Baldwin. Uh, Billy Zane. Billy Zane. I wanted to call him Billy Blanco. <laughs> yes, I think that's where I went too. Billy and uh, Billy Thomas Billy. Hayden Church, I think, is in that yeah. too. Oh, I believe boy. so. Okay. It's cool. a whole bunch of people trapped in like a roadside uh, inn mm. or something. They got the whole B list, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, one of those. Yeah, it's, I think it's a diner or whatever, and he's the uh, Zane is the devil, and he's trying to get in and. Craziness. What was the one with that stand-up comic that nobody remembers anymore, including me? Bordello Blood? Yeah. Oh, with Dennis Miller? Dennis yeah. Miller, that's it. I kept yeah. wanting like, Dennis Leary, but I was like... No, but didn't that have uh, Salma Hayek in it? I, wasn't... Or no, that was... Ghost Phil Dawn. Was it Halle Berry or Jada Pinkett was <clears> uh, <throat> like well, her first role was in Demon Knight? One of them is like oh, the female I'm lead. Betting it was Jada Pinkett, but I... Just remember at the end, she's like just in her undies covered in blood, <clears throat> spitting mouthfuls of blood on uh, yeah, it sounds Zane. like Pinkett Smith, yeah. <laughs> what keep her name out <laughs> of your <laughs> motherfucking <laughs> mouth? <laughs> oh my gosh, this picture Sharon just walks in here and just slaps him, <laughs> goes back in the living room and sits down. All right, um, for my yeah. honor, it's a little talk in this movie. <clears throat> oh, that went down the wrong pipe. Uh, apparently, there was no <laughs> sets or sound stages used for this movie. It was all what? outdoors. No. Well, also, that is kind of surprising because what the hell? Then how the hell they do the iced tea hanging off the side of the mountain thing? Because that w- for sure was not outside. Oh, that looks very fake. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like that, that wasn't was a tree growing out of the ground, and they just turned the camera sideways. Yeah, actually, that kind of makes that sense. that could be. Yeah, that does make sense. Um, <laughs> so was it released a year after Hard Target, which I believe was a previous episode of ours? Oh, we're gonna have a comparison at the end of this episode. Oh, sure, we are. And uh, last but not least, but perhaps most important, is yeah, that whole talk about Gary Busey getting the scar. He made that up on the spot. Wow. That sounds about right. That's no, Gary Busey. I refute that. I don't think he made that up at all. I think that you was think a true story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or that, yeah. I don't think it happened when he was a kid. I think it happened the year before. It wasn't his birthday. Nobody asked him to do it. He just started throwing cherry bombs at a tar. Well, well, no, no. His, his imaginary dad. No. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. I was gonna say someone took him out to fight a dog, but that someone was him, yeah. and he just does not realize. Just, I think it was him. possibly someone he kidnapped and gagged that he thinks is talking. I'm to pretty them. sure every year on his birthday he just goes out, he chains a dog to a pole, and starts throwing firecrackers at it, and then kills it. The dog had a great name. Fights it to the death. Oh yeah, I forgot he did something stout. Uh, uh, Pr- Prince Stout. I have it written down somewhere. We'll, we'll get to it. All right. So, want to get, I guess, at the budget this movie had? I think I'd know. Oh, let's see. Rooker Hauer, he probably just did it at the chance to sodomize Gary Busey in the woods. Well, I mean, um, he, he Gary had Busey to, just did uh, it to get sodomized. He was allowed to Rooker chase Hauer. one of the production crew through the woods and kill them. Yeah. I mean, they okay, they blew up a plane. <laughs> they blew up a <laughs> Gary, Gary <laughs> they blew up an ATV. All oh, those were both like 
Yeah, they were they were just bought proxy. And so ones. I'm just so in my head I'm like, all right, I saw the I saw him give two hundred dollars to Ice T, so it's two hundred dollars plus I don't know, like sixty more dollars. <laughs> six packs of cigarettes. Six packs of cigarettes. I mean But it was ninety four, so they were probably aw, cheaper. So we're talking another twenty, like thirty dollars. John McGinley and F. Murray Abraham, those you know, those you can get. That's, you don't gotta pay much. So that's that. adorable yeah. that you thought the two hundred dollars was you did it. Well, in order to be sodomized by Rick Howard. Yeah, in the woods. In the woods. Right, yeah. Oh. I'm going to say $600. Those Busey bucks, Rob. <laughs> 600 Busey bucks. <laughs> 600. Uh, and, I don't know. 1994, I'm going to say $30 million. Uh, I believe it's somewhere in the vicinity of uh, 7 million Busey bucks. Yeah, about $7.5 million. <laughs> wow. Right. Uh, I want to guess how Fine. much it made. I wait. I have a I have a BC Buck conversion app on my phone. I need to. Look. Or or you could just say dollars. It's uh, fine. I don't want to though. I don't want this oh. to have made dollars. Um. <laughs> don't worry, dude. I don't think say, it made much. I'm gonna say ten million dollars. I'm just gonna go with thirty again. It was about seven million dollars. <laughs> or well, closer to eight million, but just under. <laughs> um. But. I don't think it really had much of a marketing budget, though. So I can't imagine. Probably was, you know, broke even. Yeah. Oh, so as I put my phone down, it's my oh, turn yes, to do the task. <laughs> Professional operation we got here. All right, who's in this fucking thing? We got um, got yourself Ice Tea. I think this is post um, New Jack City. Uh, yeah. So then we got uh, Rutger Hauer, kind of towards the end of his. Uh, filming days um you got charles s dutton who's probably the only respectable actor in here um mm-hmm. oh so yeah. rucker howard is thomas burns ice t is jack mason charles s dutton is walter cole um you have gary Busey as doc hawkins as himself but as himself <laughs> yeah um you got f murray Mabr- abraham as wolf senior john c mckinley dr cox himself as john griffin and william mcnamara as Derek wolf jr that's basically everyone that's really, film, yeah, other than Hank. <clears throat> oh, that's where I fucked up. And Mingo the dog. Yeah. Just went, <laughs> Mingo. Uh, when introducing ourselves, I was going to say uh, I was Wolf, but then John was going after me, and I, that seemed wrong, so I wanted to leave that open. I thought, I didn't think to say I Wolf Jr., and he could have been Wolf Sr. But anyway. There's time now if you wanted to go ahead. Or you could have just been Minjo. I didn't think of that at the time either. Uh, anyway. So let's start this off. We, we, we start this movie off with just a fabulous scene of iced tea uh, diving through a dumpster looking for food. While some army looking guys chase this man through the woods. And then Ice-T, um, he's, uh, you know, meets up with his buddy Mingo the dog. Um, and, uh, then Mingo decides, like, I don't want to be in this picture, I'm out of here, just runs into traffic, and dies. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, this, this man running through the woods, being chased by the army dudes, gets a crossbow bolt through the chest. Uh, and as he gets the, the crossbow bolt, he also gets the title card of, um, you know, surviving the game pops up on the screen. But this whole, so this whole time, Mm -hmm. Ice-T and his veteran friend and i'm assuming the dog too yep because i couldn't tell we're just like babbling incoherently the whole time yeah pretty just much yelling about shit but like every other word was like fuck words like 
but just just yelling constantly. Mm-hmm. Well, it also it, it did just very much come across like a a rich student in Columbia or something that was like, "What do homeless people say?" I know, I am hungry. Where is food? <laughs> like, it's just the most basic bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I was like, um, yeah, <laughs> like students doing a play about the befuddlement of the needy yeah like i want to have i have a strong message i want to get out about the plight of the poor person but i clearly do not know you know i've never lived that life yeah this might have been written by like tommy wiseau although i think he at one point was like homeless or something but who knows um so asshole mccab driver gets out of his cab walks over is just like what are you gonna do about my cab that your dog just ran in front of and killed himself <laughs> yeah. on? he bled all over my like, car i don't care that you're in grieving that your best friend just killed himself also there's no it's like it was like a 1986 cutlass or something there's yeah. no damage to this vehicle yeah <laughs> just wash the blood off dude. also you're the fine. dog's hamburger now. yeah well, do- dog wasn't so much hamburger as it was a you know stuffed animal mm-hmm. laid <laughs> gently upon up the hamburger. Mm. Stuffed with hamburger. All right, now Rob, how would you have felt if you saw a puppet of the dog do a flip through the air and then just a crash zoom on Ice T's face, going Mingo? No, this film would have gotten two thumbs up. Like, right there, he's like, I don't care what else happens, I, I was we're pre- good. I was pretty much checked out of the film as soon as I saw it was a hyper-realistic stuffed animal that didn't go anywhere. I was mm-hmm. like, um, so... This dog yeah. is about to get mingoed. So this uh, cab driver just straight up punches Ice-T in the face. Ice-T looks at him like, are you done? And he's like, yes, yes I am. I'm going to go now. The transaction is complete. <laughs> I- I and can't I stop st- looking at your massive forehead or your predator dreadlocks. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, is this Battlefield Earth? Seriously? Yeah. What's what so, are the stray pubes you glued to the side of your face? <laughs> so production was like, all right, well, uh, what we intended to be his best friend through this film um, just killed himself. So, uh, Hank, go. <laughs> so, Not for long. Yeah, his veteran <laughs> friend Hank comes out. And you're right, they are just sort of, it's like the chattering in Alien 3. They're just saying words, but good luck picking them out. Um, And they're just going through trash cans in the rain. They find a a gun, and they're muttering about that. And the guy's like, oh, you always check down the barrel, because it'll blow you up if you don't have something stuck in there. Yeah, and meanwhile, Ice-T's like, well, I just... I could sell this. I could get $20 for this. And so, like, they're just talking nonstop the whole time. And you're just like, I have an idea of what you can do with that gun. <laughs> make sure make sure you check the barrel first, though, yes. so you do kill yourself. So you don't. <laughs> well, no, don't make sure blow it's... your hand off. No, no, yeah. you want to make blow sure your hand off. That's so what you happens. Just... Yeah, don't. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, we'll, yeah, we'll get to that. Let's not get ahead yeah, of yeah. Sorry. Oh. But also, it's we're talking, we're what, five minutes into it? And already, we know he's homeless, he's hungry, he's looking for food, his dog died, his his old man friend showed up, he found a gun, he told him to check the barrel. Yeah, just randomly in a garbage can. Probably a murder weapon. Yeah, can't find food, but we found a Glock. Yeah. Just, no, I mean, it just, it's all just coming right at you. Like, it's, it's like Fallout rules where you just go through dumpsters and find bullets yeah, and all that. Yeah. 
Um, sure. So another phenomenon with this film, do you ever watch one those YouTube videos where it'll be like, we're going to play this movie. We'll play like the Fellowship of the Ring, but every time they mention the ring, the movie goes twice as fast. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie's basically like that because this, I don't know how far into the film we are, but this feels like it's going on forever. And then later on, the film is moving at a breakneck speed and things are just happening. I'm pretty sure, like, I'm pretty sure it takes like 40 minutes before we actually yeah. get into the game. And then but, by the, but the game's like left. whipping along. Yeah. So... Um, Ice-T and this veteran pull off a caper where they go steal, like, a rack of beef. And then, uh, the security guard comes by and he's like, I'm gonna kill me someone tonight. They didn't really pull it off, did they? Yeah. Yeah, this guy is out for blood. Um, yeah, this security guard wants to murder him with his own pistol. Mm -hmm. Which, turns out, doesn't work. Mm. And, uh, yeah, Ice-T gets the, the guard's club and, uh, yells a bunch of stuff. And the guy leaves and they, uh... <clears throat> you know, cook some beef up for the homeless people. Well, he knocks the guy, he, he like, hits him in the groin with his own yeah. nightstick or whatever. He beats him up a little, and I believe Charles S. Dutton sees this. Well, yeah, he's, yeah. he's labeled as the homeless hero. Everybody wants to, like, drink his sock soup or whatever. So you think Charles Dutton is like, all right, I, I need to save this guy. But he's like, oh, I like this guy. He's real resilient. Um, so and that hair after you know they um, should call they cook the steak for everyone. Uh, Hank has a talk with Ice T about his PTSD about something. And you're like, okay, so the main character's got some sort of conflict, and uh, they don't elaborate further on this. Instead, yeah. they go to bed arm in arm, and Ice T wakes up, and his first line is, "God, I'm still constipated." Yep. <laughs> And then he just walks over. And, Which is funny, because I, yeah. I, I said to the, these guys, I was like, Uh-oh. did he just say I'm still constipated? He <laughs> sure did. No, um, we did skip over the part where he, like, um, oh, no, never mind. I'm sorry. Nope. Go, yeah. ahead. Go ahead. So, no, see, this is the problem. Like, I think this might be why you're having a little trouble following this. Because I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> That's always the case. But <laughs> also, how to explain this? Um carefully i saw someone talking recently about how like you see a lot of these shows now where they take an idea that's maybe a little too long for a movie but then they like stretch it out to make it a series mm-hmm. uh so you have like a lot of episodes where nothing really happens and it just feels like you're you're dragging your heels this movie i feel is almost the exact opposite of that where like you're saying it seems to take forever just to even get to the game mm-hmm. let alone deal with it but so much is just dumped on you yeah. while this. You're like I was talking about finding the gun. You know he's homeless. He finds a gun. Dog dead. Old man dead. <laughs> you know uh, whatever. Like yeah. PTSD. Like, it just all comes at you, and it's like, well, what the fuck? This, these do all set up payoffs for later that do not pay off. Right. Yeah, but that's uh, the, it's just it's literally like here's the payoff because at the end or here's the setup because at the end you'll get the payoff. In between has nothing to do with any of this, and it's just, you know, like, out of nowhere, like, PTSD. Oh, yeah. there you go. That'll happen. That'll come up later at the very end. Not really matter. Don't worry about it. So, um, yeah, he goes to wake up Hank, presumably to get the bathroom gun to help him poop, <laughs> and uh, finds out that Hank is dead. And he's like, well, I, I guess I'm just never taking a shit. Wait, how does the bathroom gun help him poop, Joe? Walk me through this, please. You ever had a gun against your head? 
You'll poop pretty quick. Yeah, it'll help, it'll help loosen your bowels. So, fun story. True story. <clears throat> I just spent the last week and a half with a stomach bug. Mm-hmm. Um, so, consequently, I just spent the last, like, four days taking Imodium. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm putting it onto my head would make me poop. John, do we want to find out? <laughs> you want, you <laughs> want to take ahead. a trip to the bathroom? We, we, we yeah. test Come to the bathroom theory. with me, John. <laughs> oh, have you been eating your bottom food? <laughs> your old man partner. Yeah. All right. So we don't get to no find legumes. out. No <laughs> legumes. We don't get to find out how bathroom gun would have worked because Hank's dead. So he buries Hank next to Mingo. And then um, he's like, time to go kill myself. I do have two little paper hearts on my butt cheeks. <laughs> yeah. But, so, but you haven't been face down in a can of beans. Not yet. I don't know what we're... <laughs> movie. We'll show yeah. you after. Okay. Yeah, it's great. So um, movie. He decides he's just gonna go walk in front of a truck. I like that his truck driver's like, "Well, fuck it, I'm not stopping." <laughs> no, why would he? He's like, "Oh, another homeless guy." All right. Yeah. So, um, from may... what I've learned, he may have dropped a burger. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. So, um. Charles Dutton comes flying in with like a raiding move and tackles him out of the way. And it's like, I just saved your life. And Ice T's like, God damn it. Now I gotta just walk somewhere and be grumpy. Yeah. And I, um, Ezra Miller was gonna come and save him, but he's busy with the child he kidnapped. Anyway, you were saying. So Charles Dutton's like, okay, here's, here's a business card. Go see this guy. He'll just give you money for, I don't even know. Just go see him. So Ice T's like, fine. All right. Let me go. Let me go do that. Um, so he goes and he sees this this one building that uh you know he peeks in the window and he finds a Rutger Hauer's peeking in the window out at him, and uh, they go in for the weirdest job interview ever. Like Rutger Hauer basically asks him if he smokes, and he's like, "I I need someone with endurance." I've had weirder. He already mm. knows the answer because he's yeah. currently smoking whatever butt he found on yep. the way in. Yeah, he never stopped on the way to the job nope. interview. Yeah, no, he's, he's picked yeah. up that butt off the ground. Well, he asked him how many cigarettes he was smoking a day. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's like as many as I, I can get. get. As many so, as I can get my hands on. So he's just like, yo, I'll run on this treadmill for 30 minutes. And yeah. he's like, I'll give you 20 bucks if you could do that. But I said, wait, just to set this up, because mm-hmm. this, this kind of made me laugh. It's just the, you know, asking him how many cigarettes he smokes, whatever. Like, oh, okay, yeah, you smoke too much. You're not in shape. I don't need you. You know, yeah. go on your way. And he's like, wait a minute. There just so happens to be a treadmill in the corner there. Uh, one of those running machines. Yes. <laughs> but, like, we just cut to it. Like, oh, right. It's been here the whole time. Yeah. It, just, it was almost comical. Like, oh, right. That thing we didn't show until now. Yeah. That's just what we needed. So he runs on it for half an hour. And uh, Rucker Howard's like, sold. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, tell me where I can find you. And Ice T's like, yeah, at this hotel. Because apparently, Best hotel in town. Yeah, mm. apparently in 1994, $20 will get you groceries mm-hmm. um, and a stay. Now, granted, the TV doesn't work and there are the walls are falling apart, but still, it'll let you stay in a hotel and eat some groceries and get some wine. Yeah. All for 20 bucks. Yep. That's about the level of my apartment. I pay way more than Yeah, way bucks. more than that. Yeah. I just spent $45 to put gas in my tank today. Mm-hmm. And my car is basically a Mario Kart. Mm. <laughs> well, it's helpful, though, when uh, someone does pass you and you can throw the red shell at Oh, them. yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, and if you drive it off the road, uh, the 
a Luke, Luke Q, Q. <laughs> uh, road service takes <laughs> some coins and brings you back on the road. Unfortunately, no. I get the stupid one that just keeps glitching me back into the same fall over and over again. <laughs> Puts you facing the wrong way on the track. Anyway, um, so Ice-T, you know, he he gets drunk. He gets in the bathtub, uh, cuts cuts like half his dreadlocks off. He cut like two inches off the bottom of yeah, each dreadlock. Like, like, what the fuck sure. did you even bother for? He trimmed his beard a bit. Uh, he cleaned up a little. Yeah. Sure. Strips down to his boxers and just flops out on the bed. And then Rucker Hauer shows up the next day. And yeah. Ice-T's just like, I got the room till noon. Go away. <laughs> Rucker Hauer's like, I got 200 bucks for you right now. And $500 a week. I got Jersey. some mad fapping to do. <laughs> yeah. Also, I want to watch you get dressed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bought you a bunch of clothes because I just know what your size is. How'd you get that's those not scars? Weird. Yeah, that's true. He asks <laughs> how he has the burns on his back, which we'll get to that in a little bit too. But um, so they're just in a plane and they're uh, they're going to Hell's Canyon in Oregon. So uh, is that why the villain's name is Burns? Oh, because so this much is the deeper. most hackneyed, stupid shit. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's what I'm telling you. Yes. So that's right. Rucker Howard's character's name is Burns. Oh, um, Mr. so <laughs> you're quite good at turning me on. So, so listeners at home, little, little safety advice here. If you ever are flown to a remote a cabin in the woods uh, with a pig, kill um, yourself because it's already too late. And and a uh, you know a Charles Dutton and a Rutger Hauer. <clears throat> oh, fuck. and they tell you to go get them some beer. And then you see another plane land with a Gary Busey. Just run. Start running then. Yeah, if you no. see a Gary Busey, yeah. you just, no, no, just, no. just run. Just start yeah. running. No, no, no. That's standard protocol. Yes, <laughs> Gary Busey, Don't run. make no, eye no, contact no, 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 and no, no, run. You are so wrong. Hmm? Once you've seen a Gary Busey, it's far too late. <laughs> you start dumping that gas and you let the whole fucking thing on fire. Because <laughs> it's just over. It's so over. Cool. Game over, man. So, yeah, at this point, I got kind of excited because I'm like, all right, we got Gary Busey, and he brought, like, a, an F. Murray Abraham and a Dr. Cox with him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this could look up. And we got this little kid who's not, you know, he's not sure what's going on. I'm like, I'll By little kid, we change. mean, like, 20-year-old. Yeah, yeah little Daryl. 20-something-year-old. He hasn't for, uh, had his first kill yet, so he's not really a man. He's got a heart of gold, little brother. Yeah. Ugh. Um, I will say they subverted my expectations mm-hmm. as far as that character goes. So then uh, they just uh, cook up Frank. We see a pig's head. We're all sitting around a table eating a bunch of pork, having a conversation. I'm assuming that's yeah. my wife. Um, Ice teas. I will text to verify. Like, y'all white people are crazy. And <laughs> um, then they're like, they're just having a weird conversation about like, you know, touch your food. Lick your food. See your food. That's kind of what we do Eat here. But. Slowly. <laughs> I guess, but we don't, you know, we just ram the food in our face. We don't yeah, appreciate it on a primordial level. No, but yeah, well, Rucker Howard but we is... we should, Joe. We, we should, should, but... But Rucker Howard is trying to be more, you know, artsy with it. He's like, you know, uh, you smell it, and you look on it, and, mm-hmm. you know, really take it all in before you even taste it. Whereas Gary Busey's like, just stare it in the eye so you can eat its soul. <laughs> like, just you know what? Maybe that would that could help us if we just bring some people here and then we tell them like, you know, you got till we're done eating to um, 
you know, that then will come chasing after you. It's going to be a while before we get even close to catching someone. I mean, first off, they're they're going to be gone before we're done eating for the first few yeah. runs. Also, then, when we're done eating this shit, we ain't running anywhere. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Afterwards, we're going <laughs> to... Fucking fuck that. You know, we're not, even if they just wait for us, we're not going to catch him. That's, that's why they had ATVs and dirt bikes. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, maybe we need to do that as a workout pro- program. Because it's going to be a while before anyone's in any actual danger. Rob, don't you point your fucking phone at me. Not pointing at not you. Yeah, I was checking my security camera to make sure oh. it was my wife that was making all okay. noise. And not a Bigfoot. Or a Roger or Gary Howard Busey. or Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Yeah. There's a rogue Gary Busey yeah. in the kitchen. Well, I'm picturing you just see his face pop up on one of your security cameras, and at the same time it's on a different yeah, one. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Freddy Fazbear. Yeah. <laughs> Similar, but yeah, I'm picturing like the ones at the sink, and then like one really close to the camera. Yeah. It just creeps over. <laughs> So, <laughs> big ass teeth on the lens. <laughs> I brought you some minions cake squares. <laughs> I rode them over here on my motorcycle. You're gonna devour just, their soul. Just on the counter like chitter. <laughs> you seen that minions film? They're great. Right, so I then, might be a minion. <laughs> I'm not sure. So I the, ate three of them on the way over. <laughs> and I definitely shit one out last night. So they're like they're having a weird, like, point the pig's head at each other kind of thing. And then they're it's like... It's like, spin the bottle. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> then Dr. Cox is just staring at uh, at Ice-T the whole time. Um, what's what's his actual name? I forget. But uh, John Mc- McGinley is like... Yeah. Um, he's just staring a hole through Ice-T. And then, um, you know, Ice-T talks about how he had a wife and a daughter. And he's like, but I killed him. And Dr. Cox just flips out. And I want to know, he's, which... Which one was his wife and which one was... Was the dog his wife or his daughter? I think Hank was his wife. Hank was his wife and his his daughter. Let's hope. I buried them both. So... But also, like, this is like... Which he did. We forgot to mention that when Hank died. He just buried him in the junkyard. (laughs) Oh, yeah. What the dog? Jesus. Uh, Yeah. In a three-foot hole. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right next... Yeah, next to the dog and next to Curly. Um, well, he can't afford to go to a funeral parlor. That's true. He can't even afford a big Lebowski Donnie treatment. <laughs> so I don't know. He could have cooked him over that uh, trash can. Maybe, fire. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, but uh, John C. McGinley, like this is the one movie I've found him the least threatening, and you would think this would be the one where he should be the most. Well, because he's actually trying to kill a man. That primatine mist inhaler. Is uh, you know that that doesn't help. That's intimidating, but it's also just sure. like him, do, like trying so hard with the stare, yeah. with like you know wearing daddy's cowboy hat and shit, like <laughs> and daddy's mustache, <laughs> and daddy's mustache. Now you're saying you find him, you found him more intimidating in Highlander too? Yes. Wow. I found him more intimidating in Wild Hogs. Holy fuck! I wow. God, he was. Two. I forgot Highlander Two was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I try to forget that exists. He was the but. leader of the uh, crazy Dome Corp or whatever that was. Yeah. Um, all right, so Michael Ironside, right? Well, Michael Ironside was the uh, he was the Highlander from the future, the main like <sighs> alien. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Just stop. Anyway, yes. Just, so I'm gonna go walk in front of a truck, everybody. Um. So yeah, McGinley flips out, and at this point, I. I'm led to believe this cabin is just one room and this one locked room that you've seen that, you know, you know, is there, but they, they haven't gotten into yet. 
Um, so I thought they just threw him outside and they're like, you're spending <laughs> the night out there. So they bring, um, so now Gary Busey tells this story about his, uh, his dog when he was a kid, uh, uh, Prince Henry Stout. <laughs> and how he used to train the dog to attack things by throwing firecrackers at the dog. And then when he was 13, his dad's like, you're going to fight this dog to the death right now. We're going to make a man out of you. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah, we get to hear about how he, uh, he killed the dog. I know how I got these scars. Yeah, and that's also, yeah, that all comes from how he, how he got his scar. Also, how he became a man. And also, he is everyone in that room psychiatrist. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Irony. (laughs) Oh, boy. Who watches The Watchmen? Which also makes him a liar, because Ice-T then asks, like, you tell that to your patients? And he's like, no. <laughs> Just you. Just you. And them now, I guess. We're the only ones Fuck. in the room, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> that is always a factor, I suppose. <laughs> are, you, are you my dog? Who's this pig? <laughs> Do you have my pig? Oh, wait, no. It's that was Hercules. Yeah. <laughs> Did he have a family? Somebody said an edible arrangement. <laughs> See, now I'm just getting into Nicolas Cage. Was that me? Did I fight the pig? Do you have my pig? (laughs) Actually, yeah, but because we don't see how Frank died. Did Gary Busey just fight it to the death? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, somebody killed it with a machete. I forget which one it was. I believe. Uh, Wasn't it just Rucker Howard? Either Rucker Howard or it might have been Gary Busey. Either way, I believe Gary Busey. <laughs> like yeah. Somehow, oh, yeah, yeah, if, yeah. Somewhere. If Rucker Howard killed it, Gary Busey still jumped on its corpse right. and fought yeah, it he, for a while. He re-killed it. <laughs> he yeah, made again, sure it wouldn't come back. I'm just picturing, like, we see the scene of Rucker Howard. I think it's him with the with the machete, and, like, he holds it up, and then we just cut to the pig head. But if it went a minute longer, you see him, like, approach the pig, and, like, Gary Busey just dives out of <laughs> from the side of the screen and just tickles it. Killed it yeah, just, ah, We're going oh. fisticuffs. <laughs> yeah. So have you ever seen a pig reanimate? You have to cut the head completely off. <laughs> cook Devour it. its soul. <laughs> cook it and eat the brain. Just so you know, if you squeeze hair and twist just right, the head will come completely off. <laughs> eat the so brain cute. while the eyes look right into yours. So <laughs> and tell that pig you are never coming back to this terrestrial plane again. Ice tea gets put to bed, and uh, he wakes up the next morning with a gun in his face. And uh turns out, um what you call it, uh um oh. Charles Dutton and uh and uh Rucker Hauer here are just um they're they're like, You better get running, you know, you have to we're done with breakfast and then we're gonna find you and we're gonna kill you. And um you know, they send him outside, they fire a few uh bullets at his feet to make him dance and then send him on his way. He goes running off. And uh we, we meet uh Little little Derek Wolf here, he does not want to uh, to hunt. His dad's like, I paid like $50,000 to do this or whatever. So, you know, you're going to kill this man. You're going to become a man. And uh, Couldn't you just buy me a hooker, Dad? Yeah. It'd be way cheaper than 50 grand. <laughs> like all my friends' dads did. Just a car I could use yeah. as my dick. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, how, about a, how about, you know, college education? Maybe just buy one of my professors? But well, fifty grand isn't going to get the college yeah, no, education. Yeah, not going to get to that far. Yeah. So ninety four. Maybe yeah, ninety four. Community that's college. Yeah, ninety four. That'll get you. Come on, Dad. Can't you, know. you just send me to community college? So as a status symbol, Dad. And and Senior Wolf is like he's a homeless piece of shit. He is nothing. 
You're like, oh, okay, that's that's where he stands. And here. I mean, who can argue don't, with don't. it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that was 1994. That was like the a pretty much a, yeah the attitude of many 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 people. Mm-hmm. Um, Homeless awareness was not real big. So he it's gets a foot Rick. race, and now they have an app that tells you where they pooped on the sidewalk. <laughs> We've come so far. Homelessfeces.com. <laughs> I, the sad thing is that's very believable. It's true. Particularly, is it true? Yeah, California has an app that shows you where all the homeless people shit on sidewalk. That's, what's it called? I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's got a bunch of people that report shittings, but no one cleans them up. Yeah, it's like ways. Yeah. Like, ways So, for yeah, shit. again, we can't do anything to help them, but we will help you by letting you know where their poop is. Well, you don't want to step in. Yeah. Because then you're no better than they are. Did they have an app to let the homeless works, people okay. know where not to sleep because your dog shit there? Yeah, but they can't afford data. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they don't have hey. access to that shit. Burns! <laughs> Listen, crack ain't going to buy itself. All right, so they settle in and have a nice breakfast. And, uh, and right know, about now, Ice-T's like, man, why couldn't I have been kidnapped by a bunch of hobbits? Yeah. <laughs> He's running for his life. And uh, little little old Derek here is like, uh, I can't eat. I'm not hungry. So John McGinley's like, all right, well, I, I got that. I'll, I'll eat it. And then um, Griffin, that's his name. Um, so Ice-T's just running, and they're like, we got quads. We got motorcycles. You know, we're not going to give him a sporting chance. Um, not really. And apparently he's leaving such big tracks that Charles Dutton could track him from uh, from his Humvee or from his uh, his ATV. He said Stevie Wonder could track this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was it Stevie Wonder or Ray Charles? I don't remember which one. Of those. He, he, one of those. he said one of the blind musicians. Yeah. Right. That's all you need to know. So, like, I mean, real talk. Able awareness was not a big thing yet either. Yeah. There's an app for that. But I mean, if like you guys <laughs> were all in this. <laughs> well, scenario right and a bunch of people are hunting you i mean well first off we wouldn't even we wouldn't make it to the tree line before we had to be like give us more time but in fairness also rucker Hauer would have never hired us because he's like no oh, no no you can't run for shit i'd be like that's correct he'd be like how many cigarettes eh. do you smoke today i'd be like i don't smoke and he'd yeah. be like still no yeah <laughs> do you want to get on my running machine no no, <laughs> yeah. no i do not no I don't know. Ice-T was supposed to be 32, his character. Uh-huh. I think at 32, I could have still run on the treadmill for a half an hour and not been... At 32, I could have yeah. made it to the tree line yeah, and ran remember. a bit more. I'm trying to remember what age I dove off the cliff. But, um, <laughs> what's your call? So... Well, 32, I was definitely... Like, that was... That was imagined around the time I was going to the gym on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And I did an hour on, like... uh whatever machine was available but uh yeah the, the other thing though is if i was hired my first thing would be to try and block all the doors and exits and set the fucking cabin on fire while they're having their breakfast and then mm-hmm. take one of those atvs and get the fuck out yeah well that's <laughs> that's the thing i was thinking because i'm like which one of us would not double back to the cabin because that would be like mm-hmm. my first move and I, th- I you know, I, these I'd, guys should have suspected that. I never like, would have made it out into the woods. I would yeah. have just crawled up on the roof somehow. And we, just for, yeah, it wouldn't even be double back to the cabin. Like the minute they went back inside, I'd yeah. be like, "Oh, you're just not doing anything." 
I can at least kill one well, of you. Well, they, <laughs> like, they would have, presumably they would have shot him then. I, well, yeah, yeah, depending on how you handle it, but like, yeah. you're, you know. I have a sneaking suspicion I wouldn't have right. made it past dinner the night before. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Once the pig was killed, he's like, oh, oh, oh. I'm devouring his soul. Or you're just going to anger Gary Busey. Probably just piss off Gary Busey or John C. McGinley or Rudger Hauer or Charles Dutton or whatever. (laughs) You would piss off John C. McGinley and Gary Busey would jump on you. (laughs) Probably. Just just sort of like, you know, like when one dog barks, they all go. (laughs) He'd yell at me, stop saying retard face. He's not making a retard face at you. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> oh. All right, so he goes, he doubles back to the cabin, takes a, takes a rock, smashes open the lock to the locked room, and find out it's full of just like Futurama-style heads and yes. jars, yeah. uh, with a jar already set up for his head. <laughs> so he's like, all right, this is on fire, just gets the gas, sets all that up. I and- so wish we could have seen one of them get fed little fish flakes, <laughs> <laughs> like Leonard Nimoy did. So... Uh, yeah, he, he lights the cabin, um, starts going around back, and uh, he see, you know he sees they're all pulling up on their quads. Well, no, he waits for them to come in. Yeah, he stands he around. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he yeah. waits for them to come in, then lights it. Um, and then he's he's sneaking out the back, but a wild Gary Busey attacks. And um, he comes at him with a knife, tackles him, and he's like, we're doing fisticuffs. And throws he, the he knife on the ground. flying out through the flames. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, he looks like a banshee from hell. And no, he honestly, is. like, it you, should have ended here. Like, he's yeah. got the jump on you. He's got a knife. He he's didn't Gary just run him out, you know, He's apparently miles. immune to fire. Yeah, he's got he's got well, teeth on full display. Gary Busey, it's not so much about the temperature, it's about the time you expose him. Yeah. Like just just a minute in like five hundred degree flames. It doesn't it's matter. Not, yeah, you gotta you gotta roast him for at least, you know, an hour. <laughs> Fair enough. Possibly based him but, in the middle. Yeah, he's at the very least, yeah, he does have a bite attack at all times. Oh, yeah. yeah. So he can fight sure, unarmed yeah. and still count. And he's hooting and hollering and dragging iced tea around, and nobody else notices. Now, in fairness, they're trying to rescue uh, older wolf here who's trapped up uh, up top, and his son rescues him. Yeah. Um, but uh, he basically, he doesn't really beat up Gary Busey. He just throws him back in the fire. And uh, then he runs off, and little Derek is like, I see him, but uh, fuck that, I'm not going after this guy. And um, he's off. Yeah, so uh, Ice-T can- continues to run away, and um, what call it? Uh, Rutger Hauer decides to get the information out of Derek, because Derek's dumbass won't even try to lie to say that, you know, he didn't see Ice-T. So he gives him, I don't remember exactly what it was, I just wrote down, a naughty touch. <laughs> Oh, he, he grabbed him by the face and kind of, like, smushed his face around a little bit. <laughs> I don't know if Rutger Hauer has vicissitude, but I think he thinks he does in this movie. <laughs> you look like this now. Oh, yeah. Actually, was he trying to do that same thing that he does to Charles Stutton mm-hmm. later? No? He, that was a different naughty touch. Yeah, okay. it's different. He, yep. he, he grabbed him by the sides of the head. Yeah. He had his thumbs, like, Oh, that's right, he was pulling eyes. his eyes down. Oh, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it was under his eyes, right? He, okay. he gave him, like, the downsy look. And then he, he just sort of clockwork orange holds his eyes open and sees where he looks. And he's like, you went that way. And they go they go running off. Well, driving off after Ice-T. Also, quick side note here. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few of us in the same problem of debating whether or not this was the actual end of Gary Busey. Because mm-hmm. besides just not believing 
fire would kill him. Yep. Or just the general disappointment of having him leave this movie already. I do believe they say all they could find is the knife. Well, because he dropped that on the ground outside. Yeah, but there'd be a body in the building. <laughs> They're not sticking around. Still on fire. Yeah. He's in a crock pot full of burning formaldehyde. So that fire Fair wouldn't enough. have killed Gary Busey, but it is enough to kill Doc Hawkins, Gary Busey's character. Mm. Plus, by this point in production, Gary Busey was totally unmanageable, and they just let him run off in the woods <laughs> and went in the opposite direction to film. <laughs> He'd already killed three dogs on set. Yeah. They were like, okay, we can't. We can't do this anymore. I did kind of wonder if this was the, sort of like the warrior situation mm. where they're like, we had a bigger part for him, but... He was just unmanageable, so we yeah. killed him off in the first act. Was he supposed to be in the Warriors too? No, the, there was that other dude. Yeah, okay, yeah, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> that'd be a different movie if it was just all the gangs <laughs> chasing Gary Busey, but none of them want to be the first one to no. find him. No. <laughs> I gotta get to Cody Island. Actually, I kind of want to write that movie now, where it's just a gang of like you know New York street punks just trying to make it home before Gary Busey gets in. <laughs> Come out and play. I'm right here. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see again. I, I'm thinking more. You know, Five Nights at Freddy's style. Gary Busey's yeah. like, wait, what's? I thought I heard something. I'm like looking down a dark hallway, and you just see the glimmer of the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in the car behind you. <laughs> um. You should have locked your doors. Never mind. You did. Somehow, I'm in the bottles. <laughs> so Mason's like, he he's runs, he finds a wolf. He's just like, leave me alone, wolf. Wolf's like, I don't, I don't want any iced tea. And then it's like, all right, it's one of these movies, so I have to jump off a cliff into a river. Like, no one should survive this, but I get to, because yeah. it's one of these movies. So he just does. Also, again here, what? Huh? The wolf? Yeah, I don't know. Just Okay. Doesn't come back. No. Doesn't mean anything. Well, he's just, he was taking a shit and Ice-T ran up on him. Yeah. So here's yeah, the deal. I'll explain this very quickly. The company that supplied Mango the dog or whatever. Mingo. Mingo, Mingo the dog. Had a wolf. Had a wolf. <laughs> and they were like, eh, it's going to be the woods. You want to do a wolf? We got a wolf. You yeah, but fucking do something with it then. No. Um, he's still learning. This is all he knows how to do. I know I'm... You know, just broken record with this joke, but Ice T was like, Gary Beast chasing me. The wolf's like, I'm out of here. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, oh, that scene we set up before with the wolf is about to pay off. Uh, Gary Busey ate the wolf. Why, Grandma, what big teeth you have? <laughs> He's just sitting there on the ground, like, I'm going to stare it in the eye so I can eat its soul. <laughs> so, I brought uh, my wolf skin. Um, sure, call it. Somehow, even though he jumped. In the uh, into this like waterfall, which is usually a horrible place to jump, um, he finds that his cigarettes and his lighter still work. So yeah, he sets well, a little of course, trick, of course, um, where he he puts some cigarettes in a tree, makes a tree smoke them, and uh, you know these super impressive hunters that you know Ray Charles can can track Ice T. They're like, oh, he's smoking right there. We're just hooting and hollering and coming along, and he's standing completely still. Mm-hmm. Chain smoking. Three um, cigarettes at once. <laughs> one then, in his mouth, one in his nose, and one in his forehead, apparently. Yeah. And Rucker Howard's just like, oh, yeah, okay, I got my binoculars that we've been had. But uh, by this point, Dr. Cox has broken off on his own and 
John McGinley's like, I'm gonna go freaking crazy on these cigarettes. Grab, you know, he, he goes all the way up to him, and Ice T fucking jumps out of the air with like a like a double foot stomp, coup de gras move here. He comes down on like Mario. Yeah, I mean, really, just John McGinley should fall through the earth and, and disappear, huh. like like I, someone else does later. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And fucking, then he, he carries John McGinley's ass all the way over to a cave, um, and ties him up, takes a shotgun, and he's like, you know, uh, Dr. Cox here is like begging for death when he wakes up. He's like, just kill me. And then he also takes, uh, takes his comm unit and is talking to everyone else. And he's like, okay, just Burns, come find me, fly me out of here. You'll get your guy back. But he's just like, oh, he's gonna come kill you. Don't worry about it. Uh, so at this point, him and uh, John McGinley have to have a little heart-to-heart after McGinley freaks out so bad he has an asthma attack, talking about how, um, you know, a different, like, I think a homeless guy or just, you know. But they don't some, know. He said he never saw tough. him, right? Yeah. Some. Well, he never saw him, but I think someone was de- described him. Yeah, to be someone like him or something. Well, I don't he's know. he's I don't crazy remember. with grief, so he's projecting onto Ice. Yeah, regardless. Essentially, he thinks by killing Ice T, it's going to make him feel better about losing his daughter. And Ice T's like, "Yo, I killed my wife and kid because uh, I didn't fix the condemned building we were living in. Yeah, yeah, because that was my job, and the building caught on fire." And I burned only my back, which means I was running away. Yes. Um, like a bitch. Um, so, yeah. and, uh, well, what he you, said, mm. so first of all, he said he said they were super poor, but then he also said he was a mechanic that worked nonstop. That, that you could mm. still be poor, depending. Yeah. Mechanic pay fluctuates all over the place. Okay. Yeah. I mean. You work at a grocery store, but you get paid a lot more than people that work in other grocery stores. In the same state, let alone different states, it varies. Tony, Tony works a lot, and he he lives in a condemned building that one day is going to burn down and fall on him. That's true. That's frighteningly close, and I'm well, a little sad right he's now. He's also shockingly Sorry, bad at <laughs> no. his job. Well, what? You're bad at your job. See, if you're a good mechanic, you could you could find a better job. He's a. I'm just saying he's a bad mechanic. He also didn't fix the building, and his wife. I don't wife, know. He blew that. He blew that ADV up pretty well. His veteran w- wife and his dog daughter. Died. See how he fixed up that school bus they lived in? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He is a bad mechanic. But he wasn't <laughs> able to fix himself because he was still constipated. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Um, His plumbing was still stopped. Fucking... He can't do everything. So they have a little heart to heart. You need less cheese. And finally, like, Ice-T's just like, fuck it. They don't care about... Legumes. They don't care about this Griffins guy. I'm just going to let him go. I'm taking his shotgun. Yeah. And, like, they... Uh, meanwhile, well, Rucker Howard's like, the dumbass is in the cave. It's all lit up. Like, yeah, that was the other thing. He's right like, there. He's in a cave, which you would you would assume that these guys would all know the land. Like, yeah. Well, I think that was kind of the point, because when Ice-T kidnaps him, he takes him in there, and he's like, you know, I got your guy. I'll tell you where he is when whatever, you know, once you get me out of here. And I th- they were all on the comms like, Oh, sure. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. He's in the cave. Okay, we'll we'll see you later. Playing hide and seek with a two year old. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't see you behind the curtain. Yeah, it is literally, I think they, you know, because this is where they hunt all the time. They're like, well, there's a cave near here. He's probably going in there. So, 
Um, He's also basically, yelling. They storm the cave. They oh, yeah. find they find this Griffin guy tied up. You know, they let him go. And Griffin's like, "Okay, check it out. Um, I'm going home because uh, you know this isn't this isn't working for me. Um, I don't want to kill this guy anymore." You guys do you. And Rucker Hauer's like, I'm just going to fucking shoot you right in the forehead and devour your soul. Um, well, yeah, wasn't it his, it was his part? Well, yeah, Charles oh, that's right. Dutton. Yeah, he was. He distracted him. Then Charles Dutton shot him in the forehead. Yeah. That's correct. It's like, yeah, I'm going to shoot you in the back. I lied. Blam. Um, a bunch of queefs. So then, um, you know, both both the wolves freak out. And then Mason's like, I never fired a shotgun before. Blam! <laughs> Shoots like nothing. And they just kind of laugh at him and he runs away. Uh, so they all start, they start chasing him. He runs over to a river, um, gets in the river so they can't track him. Hides in like, hides in a log, which why they don't think to check that, I don't know. Um, and it's a good little hiding spot, I'll give him that. Yeah. He he's blends in well. Um, so then he doubles back once they pass him. Sets a Barely. car bomb in his ATV, uh, and then steals an ATV and drives off. And like Rutger Hauer, he's like, "I could just shoot you, but I'll shoot your tire." Sending Ice T flying away. They could have shot him so many times. Like I don't, yeah. I don't know what. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think at least for for Charles Dutton and Rutger Hauer, at this point, at least they still want the uh, the other people with them to kill him because you know oh. they're like. That could be, yeah. That's their business. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're paying you for. Um, So, meanwhile, though... If Wolf uh, Jr. doesn't kill somebody, I want my money back. uh, So, Charles Dutton climbs on the ATV, and apparently he put the starter right in the gas tank. So that, of course, causes it to explode like a fucking nuclear bomb here. Pretty much. Blow Charles Dutton's legs off. (laughs) Just, you know, fuck him up. Yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah, Rucker Hauer shoots uh, the tire out. Ice T crashes into a log and goes flying. And then he comes back. He's like, "Fucking, we'll chase Ice T later." Comes yeah. back and does this weird, like, dim mock death touch onto <laughs> rocks. Like he touches him somewhere on the jawline, pokes him real hard. I guess hits some arteries and yeah, cuts yeah. off He's circulation. Off arteries and yeah. cutting off circulation to his brain. So also, usually puts that up his butt to make his orgasm last longer. Fair enough mm. uh, with the the effects and everything, but I I couldn't help but notice it was definitely a like, oh, we could dig a hole in the ground and make it look like he lost his legs. Oh yeah, we could yeah. <laughs> just just tuck his legs in. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. We'll throw yeah. some yeah. spaghetti yeah. on his knees. Yeah, basically, it's fine. We'll get um, it to the wolf later. So at this point, you know. Uh, it's just the two wolves. Gary Busey, he, he still hasn't left. It's the two wolves and a Rucker Hauer. Um, and so yeah, the uh, younger wolf is like, fuck you, dad. You know, I might help you kill this guy, but when we're done, that's it. We're done. Um, so they're like, okay, fine. We still got to chase Ice-T. And Ice-T is like, okay, check it out. I'm going to fucking use my shotgun to cut a tree down to get across another gap. Because that totally works. Yeah. Um, Oh, my Lord. So watching a lot of Mythbusters ruins your, uh, you know, like everything firearms related for you. But they they did one where they cut a tree down and they required a vehicle mounted minigun and many thousands of rounds of ammunition. Mind you, rifle caliber ammunition, not shotgun buckshot. Uh, It takes a lot. To cut the tree down. 
Now, see, when they do it in Predator, mm-hmm. and they're, like, mowing down the jungle, yep. that looks cool, and you can believe that that's what's happening. It's also, they're also using a minigun. Right. right. You know, and a grenade launcher. But this... And those are small trees. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, like, ferns and shit. But th- this, this is just the most ridiculous friggin' thing. Yeah. Well, it's also the thing of, like, you're being super loud and super noticeable, which arguably was... Part of his plan, if you want to believe it, um, as we'll get into that. But he also uses, like, every fucking shell on this goddamn tree. Oh, he's just like, I can't shoot this at all. That's pretty, I I mean, that's pretty much his tactic the entire movie is just make noise, hide, and then do, you know, double back and then, like, like mess with them when they go to the spot they think Mm -hmm. I'm at. Yeah, think I'm over here, then I'm going to set up a trap. This is just like every movie trope, but the worst version of it. He also had no other choice. He was at a dead end where the only thing he could do was cut down that tree and either cross it himself or wait yeah. till they crossed it and then fuck them. But that just, it, I don't know, it seemed like I, I would have tried to, you know. I would have tried to go hide some, you know, in a different direction. Well, yeah, you know, hide like, somewhere. Or if you want to cut down the tree, like, you know, sharpen a, a stone or get some, you know, a sharp enough stone to try and do so, Or take a couple shots and at least, like, put your legs into kick, you know, something. Yeah, something. either way. It's it's parts like these in movies that, you know, I'm not too invested in this film, but I'm definitely not invested anymore. And now the film has to kind of earn its way back, which yeah. it kind of from this point on fails to do. Uh, so he goes across this tree um, and then uh, you call it? Burns goes across first and then little Derek's like, fuck you, dad. I'm going across. <laughs> and he just throws a fucking rock at him. <laughs> He's done. He like he falls over the side. He doesn't even hit him, it. right? Doesn't I don't, I don't know if he, he just does. Spo- yeah, just spooks I'm, him. I'm pretty sure he's not even aiming at the kid. He's yeah. aiming at Burns. Yeah, he's aiming at Rutger. Yeah. Hauer. I think that rock just bounced off Rutger Hauer, <laughs> who is like Gary Busey throws rocks at me every weekend. <laughs> it's part of our uh, psychology sessions. <laughs> it's like, Dad, carry me. So sadly, no. Yeah, the kid that like. Arguably, at least, is the best of this bunch because yeah. he was, you know, he is kind of going along with it, but he is like, I don't want to do this. Yeah, and my like, I honestly, think he just he's only going along with it because he doesn't want Rucker Howard to kill him. Yeah, at this uh, at this point, arguably, yeah, that's all. And my assumption was like that they were gonna like team up in yeah. there. Yeah, that's I thought that's that where was it the was going. for that was the foreshadowing they gave us. I figured it wouldn't be that. I I was figuring more like you know he would do little things to let him go, and then at the end he would get like let he would go. like catch him full on, like catch him unawares, and then like let him escape. Yeah, something like that. Like mislead the other guys or something. Mm. At least something. So, but no, or drop a gun. He slow motion down. falls into a little brook and was, off camera dies. Yes, while wow, um, shot in actual nature. That was shot in actual nature. Sure, 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 sure. So um, we're told. Sure, they, sure, 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 sure. They laid a green screen down in the parking lot yeah. of, uh, the, of the, the studio. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and and maybe <laughs> had, a, Tommy had a fake log between two trucks. Yeah, <laughs> and, that uh, was probably a talking it. cat was done by ILM. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> at this point now, like like Papa Wolf freaks out. Uh, and does his best scream up in the air, howl like a wolf thing. And then Aroo! Burns, I'm pretty sure, just shoots Mason here. Yep. And Mason's like, okay, I'm going to go then. And Burns like, that's fine. I'm not going to chase you. Yeah, no, I, I shot and, you. I'm just going to let you go. I, I will say on that front, 
in fairness to him, Burns is now on the other side of the log, I believe, yeah. and still trying to make his way back. So Mason has time Well, no, to Burns run. is on the right side of the log. But Burns, I think at this point, he's thinking anyway, just like, we'll just wait him out. You know what Mason's wishing? With his constipation, he could be on the other side of the log, too. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you're welcome. Uh, Wolf is like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'm still with you, Burns. But after we kill him, we're gonna settle things up. Which is either you're gonna shoot me, or I'm gonna kill you and be stuck in the woods alone because you're the only one who knows how to fly a plane. Hey, uh, random this episode, Liberty Mutual. This episode's brought to you by, by Liberty, Liberty Mutual. Mutual. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Uh, uh, by uh, uh, Emu. Legal Emu. No, emu, no. All right, so. emu, demu. If you want to sponsor an episode, no, of Liberty no, Mutual, fuck Liberty don't. Mutual. I don't care if that's yeah, they're if they're gonna give us a million billion dollars. Uh, your commercials suck. I don't want anything to do with you. You know what, Liberty Mutual? If you want to give me a million billion dollars, I will suck it up and deal with your. And an emu, exactly. An emu. Yeah, John no. wants an emu. Oh, yeah. I, I'm so, sorry, Liberty Mutual. I take back what I say. I will, of course, sell out my principles for a million, yeah, billion, for a million well, yeah, billion just, dollars. Just to be clear, you need to sell your principles once. Yeah. <laughs> just to be clear here, at the point you were going to leave it, we gave them a free commercial and then told them to go fuck themselves and not pay us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So, either way, though, you really do. You either need to make better commercials or not have your commercials be the only commercials I see. But yeah. what about knitting a backpack for a dog? Fuck that backpack. Stop. Fuck that dog. Giving them free so anyway, I think I would say I'm doing the opposite at this point. Rob, we're so close Actually, to the end. Right, that's true. Right, Rob, right. commercial breaks over. Rob says it. <laughs> probably works against you. So the movie ends. Is it? Well, no, hold on. Okay, hold on. Because right. ba- birds and wolf pick hiding right. spots. And then wolf's like, all right, I'm, instead I'm going to walk around and go like Bennett and Commando, where he's like, I don't need a gun. Yeah. Uh, first he's like, I don't have a gun. And yeah. then he proceeds to fire his Shoot gun everywhere. into the wilderness. Yeah. Also, to be clear, what you mean is uh, birds and wolf pick hiding spots. Burns picks somewhere where he can be in the shadows and put mm-hmm. on makeup, and uh, Wolf chooses the open. <laughs> well, Wolf just he, he sits down for a minute and then he's like, I'm just gonna walk around and pick a fight. So, also, ma- though, this is where stupid me was thinking, Oh, the irony, what if this is when the wolf comes back? Mm-hmm. The guy thinks he's shooting at Mason. Oh, it's actually the wolf. Maybe the wolf gets a drop on him, wolf gets eaten by a wolf. Yeah. Or Wolf shoots a wolf and then Mason gets a drop on, you know, something. So, now, I'll give you, at full power, uh, Ice-T will straight up fuck up an F. Murray Abraham. Like, that's not a contest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But Ice-T's been shot. He's been thrown from a Humvee. He's fallen to his death and got better. He's run all over the goddamn place. He's got the worst dirty white guy dreads you've ever seen. And so F. Murray Abraham's kind of beating his ass, and then he's just like, fuck that, and snaps his neck real quick. And and that's it. Just, you know, somehow he knows how to just reach out and snap someone's neck. I learned this on CSI Miami or whatever the hell show I'm on. So he's like... It does not matter. Um, so he's like, Burns! Gone! Yes. <laughs> and Rucker Howard's like, you know what? I'm just going to go. I'm just going to get on the quad and go. Whoop, got to go! So Ice-T gets, you know, his quad, and they have a little chase. And, um, a, you know, 
chase that goes from midnight till morning. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. It's pitch black. It's a long chase. Moments yeah. later, it's bright daylight. They, you know, drive to the Plan 9 graveyard. and <laughs> Yes. <laughs> old day goes by. Yep. I'm going to go love town. So, um, yeah, he reaches the airfield, and there's two Johnson, planes there. Yeah. One plane is, you know, primed and ready to go. And so Ice-T comes up to it and, uh, you know, expects to see Burns at the controls. Surprise, surprise, Burns is hiding in the woods, shoots the plane. It fucking explodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Six Burns... Six and a half million dollars worth of explosion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then Burns... Just gets in the other plane and leaves. Which, yeah, and the editing here fucked me up. Besides the going from, like, straight midnight to morning. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, Burns is in the plane. Ice-T seems to see him in the plane. Then he gets close and he's not in the plane. He's somewhere else and shoots the plane. Mm-hmm. I would just like Then he's just in the other plane. Yeah. <laughs> straight up, the editing in this movie, just period, is awful. Yeah. It's true, true. The weird so, cuts, the weird visuals for no reason. But yeah, here more than anywhere, or, or any time throughout this, I was just like, wait, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. <laughs> like, did he teleport? So this was a classic case of like... You know, Hollywood playing as like a magic the card, uh, the gathering card game. Because, um, you know, Burns was like, I'm going to use bad guy teleport. I'm not in the plane. Um, and then both heroes and bad guys can play uh, something just explodes for no reason. I play my trap card. Yeah. And then um, then Ice-T's like, well, I, you know, I'm playing heroes. Don't get killed by explosions. And that's it. So he's, Or gunshots. Yeah. He's buried in the earth. From the force of the blast, supposedly. And he just gets up and he's like, oh, that sucked. And he's in the middle of nowhere, shot, and all the other crap that happened to him. Where are they? Are they in Alaska? Where is They're in Oregon. Oregon, okay. Um, Okay. Which, granted, all right, in Oregon, the first person you find will help you. um, But, like, you're... to a nice shit-covered side. Well, no, I'm sorry, this is the... Okay, no, this is 90s Oregon, so yeah, they would help you. If it was the 80s one, it would be uh, Brian Denny, and he would just drive you to the other end of town and let you bleed to death. (laughs) True. (laughs) Especially if you're homeless. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And a veteran. That's that's correct. He's done with you. Um, So, Seattle, three days later. Mason's just alive somehow. He got back to Seattle somehow. He walked. We don't got time to talk about Somebody it. Somebody offered him twenty dollars, and he said, "For twenty dollars, I'll walk yeah. all the way back home." Well, maybe so, that's it. He had that two hundred dollars that he yeah. got paid in advance. It's called it's like I could do a lot with two hundred. Yeah, <laughs> you see what I did with twenty. First, he would still have to survive getting back to civilization. He knows. To spend it. He knows how with twenty dollars he just formed a jetpack. Guys, and flew he's, home. A, he's a mechanic. Yeah, he put the he, he put, put the, the plane, back together. plane back together. Yeah. Well. I think also he um he went in the cabin and found at this point a well roasted Gary Busey he just and devoured it. his soul. Oh, no. okay. and then gained some Gary oh. Busey powers. Oh, that'll do Ooh, it. Yeah. Okay, which at that point that explains the ending of this film. Being lost in the woods isn't the problem anymore. That explains uh, the end of this film. So um yeah, you get Rucker Hauer uh, is getting his bug out kit and he he puts on his best priest outfit. And goes he wandering looks like off. Steven Seagal. Yeah. <laughs> Playing Fiddler yep. on the Roof. <laughs> yeah. uh, and his car won't start. So then he's like, I'm just going to get to my motorcycle. Now, nah, you know what? I'm going to get my assault rifle out. Um, and at first I could tell a woman to piss off. 
get accosted by an old woman. So yeah. get out that rifle. And then, you know, him and Mason just have some some good old-fashioned fisticuffs. But then Mason's like, I came all the way back from Oregon to find you. And um, I have your gun. And I'm not going to shoot you. Instead, what I'm going to do, I'm going to take one bullet out. And then I'm going to um, take the clip, throw the clip away, and leave the gun there. So Arthur Howard's like, all right, I'm going to fucking shoot you. And so... Yeah, you know I can yeah. pick things up, right? Like, okay... I know that that's a that's a styrog instead of an AR-15. But correct me if I'm wrong here, John. But like, when you pull the bolt back to just load a bullet into the gun, you should be able to tell if there's a fucking cigarette right there in the mm. receiver, right? Um, I guess we'd have to measure the diameter of the cigarette versus mm. the diameter of the neck of the the round. Yeah, because if guessing. Well, that's true because it's going to push the bullet forward in there. So yeah, and the the cigarette might fit down the barrel, but not necessarily into. Well, I mean, it should. If it, if it fits down the barrel, it's it should fit slide in down into the. How yeah, much yeah. of an obstruction it, does a cigarette pose? That, that was my my yeah. other thing is I was gonna say like anything he could have shoved in there in the split second he had this, I doubt could have clogged it up like that. Well, if you but, put like a rock in there or something, that might. But yeah, yeah, but I meant yeah. to a rock that would cause it much commotion like you might take some effort to get in right but instead he, May, he maybe i don't a know flammable yeah. object made yeah, of paper in there showing <laughs> a couple cigarettes down the barrel you know it might damage your gun but i don't think it would blow it up yeah no it might well, i didn't see a, an explosion here yeah it'll edit you out of the goddamn yeah <laughs> yeah let's 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 get through this yeah. um because because Howard picks up the picks up the gun Puts the puts the bullet in the chamber and then disappears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, legit. Dis, dis, he pulls the trigger and enters like a vampire mist form. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, he's like he goes. Just, he just fucking evaporates. Yeah, he yeah. goes. I, he goes think, it's Morbin time, and then he's gone <laughs> from the film. I think you know we all said cigarettes because we believe that's what they show. No cigarettes. No, it's, it's I, I, I'm proposing it may have been that grenade from Mom and Dad Save the Universe. Okay. Oh, the <laughs> just, grenade yeah, that, yeah, he disappears. I mean, yeah, I think he's he's now in the multiverse of madness. Mm -hmm. Rest his soul. And, yeah. uh... It, it just rolls the credits. He's like, always oh, check the barrel. <laughs> yeah, it, it goes back to Hank. Always check the uh, barrel for pin particles. Yeah. <laughs> you never know when your gun's going to evaporate you. <laughs> now, I've seen a YouTube video recently... Of a man um, was firing a 50 caliber rifle that blew apart and did cut his neck open quite Ooh, nastily. Oh, Kentucky. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But he was still like, he was holding his neck, but he was like, Stick a thumb in it. Yeah, I need to go to the hospital. He didn't fucking evaporate. And that <laughs> yeah. was a way bigger rifle. <laughs> This guy stuck his thumb in, yes. his, in his jugular. I mean, while his dad drove him to the hospital. I mean, if that's bottom, what we gotta do. Bottom line is, do. he didn't fucking evaporate. Yeah, no. I I think we can. We're all pretty much in agreement that a gun misfiring is not going to turn you into a Buffy vampire. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, you know, he turned into his his character for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> yeah. I forgot he was the bad guy in that film. I did too, actually, just now. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. But yeah, just poof and cloud of dust. <laughs> and a one last liner. And roll the credits. And, and roll credits, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ice T's still homeless. He's just survived still the game. Still homeless. All the, the entire movie, but Beast Wars music was playing. <laughs> 
Two hundred dollars, Richard. Two hundred dollars. Yeah, two hundred dollars. That's true. He's got twenty dollars. Yeah, twenty dollars bought him that hotel room, groceries, a bottle of wine. Yep, and more cigarettes. So he can live big for like a week and a half. Yeah, till the next Rucker Hour. (laughs) Till the next Rucker Hour. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe he'll invest better, and you know, yeah, turn his life around. That's how he ended up on SVU. He can go to Mm -hmm. the Sevenist Street Mission. They got an opening. Yeah. <laughs> they do have an opening. <laughs> I, I think you're going to have an opening because the last guy that worked here, I blew his legs off. All right. So that is surviving the game. There you go. Tony. Yeah. So on RottenTomatoes.com, uh, critics gave a score of 32%. Audience gave this a score of 48%. That's about right. <laughs> it's the, well, yeah. That's their thoughts and opinions. What about you, Joe? recommendations oh um this is this is not good i mean the deadliest game like there's a lot of movies that attempt to follow this formula and other than crocodile dundee 2 i don't know if any of them do that well and i don't even know if that one holds up but like it's just you've seen this movie before you've even seen it and like i like that this one at least attempted to develop the hunters and gave them some you know, besides Rutger Hauer and, and Charles Dutton, who are just, you know, outright stereotypical villains, all of the other hunters have some personality or character traits or things about them that, like, I'm like, okay, there's a little more depth to this than uh, what I originally thought. However, uh, they squander all of that with the same shitty cliches that are in all these movies. Um, you know, the hero's invincible. He can jump off the cliff. He takes gunshots like they're not a problem. Like the makeup person just forgets that he shot. Um, and it's, it's just not good. It's, it's overly long in the beginning. Um, and then when we actually get to the deadliest game part, it goes by way too quick and, you know, whatever, like the start of it starts off pretty well, and then it just pisses that all away. And then by the end, you're just like, he's just snapping necks out of nowhere, teleporting to Seattle and evaporating Rucker Hauer. And like, it just falls apart. It wasn't that, at its best, it wasn't that good. And it's terrible by the end. Um, especially for this cast, knowing what this cast's capable of, um, I am very disappointed. All right. John. Yeah. Still better than Hard Target, though. What? I don't think I, I've never seen Hard Target. Um, yeah, basically what Joe said. Um, not good at all. Um, <laughs> like, uh, I didn't even really in, enjoy the deaths of any of the characters, which, like, that says something. Like, you're going to have a movie that's all about guys killing each other. Like, there should be some good death scenes yeah you gotta at least get that right these yeah we're you know we don't even see gary Busey actually die he just gets thrown into a room full of head jars and then the cabin explodes um just from how excited he was to be in a room full of, yeah, full of head jars all <laughs> <laughs> well, the souls the raw emotion ignited it. <laughs> it must be my birthday yeah. um, where's the dog um i have yet to see a film featuring Ice-T that I feel like he carries the film well. What about Tank Girl? Yeah. We, Don't we, answer we, that. We discussed Tank Girl a little bit <laughs> yeah, during the... Yeah. The, yeah. Um, yeah, so no, not not recommended. Yeah, like I said before, this is all Rob. the this is all the worst movie tropes like done in the worst possible way. Um, you have a decent cast that you completely squander. Uh, 
Like, they spend so long setting up that he's just a homeless guy who sucks without, like, they do nothing to set up that maybe he has some survival skills. Maybe, like, maybe at the end it shows him, like, doing better or doing something with some money that he maybe he finds while he's doing yeah, this. Yeah, he got the confidence in himself back after yeah, surviving no, this he, to, he's um, just, to thrive. I'm sorry. He learned to always check the barrel and make people evaporate. What more do you need? Well, I need him to like have some character development, I guess, because he just complains the whole time. Mm-hmm. He's just a, like he's just a whiny bitch the whole movie. Well, in fair, he does have a lot to complain about. Like what his dead family and his burned back and his lack of money. It'd be oh homeless. no, I'm uh, single bunch- again. <laughs> Being taunted by <laughs> Gary Busey. <laughs> uh, no, so no, but like, but he, yes, he has a lot to contend with, but he does nothing to better his situation. He just complains. Even at the end, he's learned nothing. He shows no growth. He just he's he just evaporates a dude and walks away, presumably to go sleep on a bench. So basically, what you're saying is. Get a job, you filthy bum. No, I think I no. think he pretty much jumps in front of the truck right after he I would hope so. Trucker, like, I would hope so. You would hope so. Yes. Wow. For the good of everyone. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, he just like there he wasn't even a character. He was no, just, I, I know he was you, a, you know. Yeah. You know what yeah. this movie needed? This movie needed a slow motion scene of uh Ice T in a fist fight with a snake. Yes. Mm-hmm. An editor would have been nice. And then <laughs> and then biting that snake's ass off to leave it as a booby trap. Yeah, um, <laughs> gonna move on. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll try not to. Damn reference. Yeah, yeah that's, it, that happens in Hard Target. Yeah. Uh, I do kind of feel like seeing something about Hard Target might be better. I don't, I don't, I don't know. They were both terrible. <laughs> I'm not saying Hard Target's good. I'm yeah. saying it's better. There's a difference. Um, mm. but yeah, it's a, a pretty much, you know, everything you guys said, so I'll try not to re- reiterate too much, um, uh, but also with the Wasted cast, and like you said, it's, they do try and redeem or give character to some of the, the hunters, mm-hmm. but I almost feel like that's sort of to their detriment, because it, you know, like, John C. McGinley, like, wow, he has this terrible backstory that we find out, like, five minutes before he dies, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, now I can't even enjoy him being dead, like... It's just awkward and, uh, yeah, no. Just a whole lot of no. Uh, like, again, you want to look up scenes of Gary Busey f- running out of a fire or uh, uh, Rucker Howard exploding in a puff of <laughs> purple smoke? <laughs> I'm sure you can find it on YouTube, but save yourself the hour and a half of nonsense. All right. Um, since Not recommend. Sorry to, to cut you off That's early what... there. Uh, do we have an... Well, okay, before we do a film that we need, we recommend instead, um, I see a lot of people on YouTube these days do the, these tier lists. So let me throw a couple movies out. Let's, let's put them on a tier list. Oh. Okay, in this genre, right, I could think of Surviving the Game, uh, Hard Target, Cliffhanger, uh, and Crocodile Dundee 2 are the ones I could think of, of the, like, chasing someone through the woods and, you know, ha- deadliest game style. Can we do Predator on that list? No, we cannot. <laughs> yeah. the, no. Can we do Predator <laughs> 2? <laughs> you want to just know that? what's right. going to be the top mm-hmm. thing on everybody's well, list? Yeah, sure. Right. Predator can take the S tier. Because yeah. no one else is landing in that. That's <laughs> yeah. that. I, don't, I think the S tier and the A tier are probably... You could just wipe those out right now. 
I mean, can you think of any other movies that are like in that genre? There's, there's a mystery science theater one. I can't remember the name of it, mm. but that's better than all those movies you mentioned. It, it's terrible, but it does have I... robots talking. So yeah, I would I would only disqualify Predator because Predator's like an alien monster, not not an actual monster, but it, it's like a monster movie. You know, them yeah. dealing with that. It's not a bunch of guys hunting one guy. What about or... Alien versus Predator? No. Uh... <laughs> I will say... Don't you ruin this for me, Rob. I mean, it's not going to be on more, the top of the list. More no. in line with that, but I also would probably discount it, because or just not count thing, uh, <laughs> for it being clearly the better of them would be Rambo. The first Rambo, yeah. Yeah. First Rambo essentially is that. Yeah. Actually, so but yeah. That is that is the clear winner. Yeah, no, oh, I yeah. I put for the I put that on on S tier for, yeah. for the homo poncho alone. <laughs> yeah, um, no, but that's that, that happens to actually just be a solid the movie. Homo ponchos, yeah. they, they should be. No, they're not. I mean, they should be. It's Jim. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you have to assemble your own homo poncho. We give you the, the fabric <laughs> and the string. Yeah, there you go. You you, you need the Rambo knife. Grab some of my old work pants. <laughs> yeah, here's the cloth. <laughs> soil it yourself. <laughs> so soil anyway, it for you. all right. So we got. Um, <coughs> I would say of the four I mentioned, Crocodile Dundee Two is at least remotely fun. Here's it's, the thing, though. I don't remember any of those films. Yeah, mm. they're all basically the same I, movie. At least in Crocodile Dundee, you know he he can do shit with animals and right. whatnot and he, cha- he so, turns the tables what things on we him. learned today joe mm. has a boner for crocodile dundee. i don't <laughs> yeah i'm not saying it's a or s tier <laughs> i have at best a, like a, like a, a one flop like one like one penis twitch. Blood and, yeah <laughs> one penis twitch for it um it, it at least stimulates my area it's but surprisingly <laughs> you are the only one at this table who remembered crocodile dundee too mm. <laughs> In this context. Or and anything. I don't remember if it's good or not. No. I just remember it, it's at least competently made. All right. So let's get down to the nitty gritty here. I would say Cliffhanger would be my favorite of the other three, only because Cliffhanger, the overacting, is so like... John Lithgow is chewing on so much scenery. Yeah. yeah but and shows a movie. It's a movie. What? It's so boring. It is. Well, all of these movies are boring. Um, yeah, that's the whole point. Is none of these are all that great. The uh, see, Hard Target was egregiously terrible for me with some of those stunts. I think Bloodlust is the MST3K movie. Uh, okay. Um, I will say on a separate note, though, Hard Target. One of my proudest moments of uh, this podcast is we totally ruined a yoga class because uh, <laughs> podcast listener Sharon was. Uh, in the middle of a yoga class and was told to clear her mind of, of all thoughts. And uh, the only thing that was in her head was John claude punching out the snake. Man, <laughs> and know. she just burst out laughing and ruined the whole class. So here's a challenge to you then. What's that? Uh, create a new yoga pose called punching the snake. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, we missed an important one. What's that? Deadly prey. Which one's Deadly Prey? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, God, these names are so... Are, you might but, not have seen that. But these names are like restaurant, uh, Chinese restaurant names, like with their interchangeability. <laughs> yes. Apparently there's one of the Tremors sequels that is one. Okay. Uh, okay. What? Which one's Deadly Prey? Deadly though? Prey is the... 
<laughs> basically the poor man's Rambo. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like people, you know, looking for homeless people, whatever, to hunt the, for, you mm-hmm. know, sport for or whatever. Uh, and they happen to gra- grab the world's greatest army man. <laughs> and he just wrecks house on them. Oh, is that the one where, like, the main character's like this huge blonde or Yes. Like, he cuts yeah. the guy's arm yes. off. Yes. He's to the death. Yes. Right okay. <laughs> that yeah. is the one. That might win by default. Yes. Yeah. That is definitely the winner, I think. I think that was one of those movies that was made for, like, $500 in a weekend's oh, yeah, worth yeah, of time. Yeah. So it's probably the winner. I, if I'm not mistaken, that's made by the same guy who made, was it Killer Workout or the other one? <laughs> Oh, fucking stupid. Uh, yeah, one of those. So anyway, so all right. So I'm going to go what with... the other one called? I'll say of the ones I mentioned, I put Cliffhanger on top, then Surviving the Game, David then Pryor. Hard Target. Uh, wait, that what was that again? Cliffhanger Sorry. would probably be like a D tier? And then... Just, yeah, the yeah, order. That's and fine. then like the other two... Uh, then, it, then it would be Cliffhanger, then Surviving the Game, then Hard Target. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know what order you guys would put. Again, I don't remember any, <laughs> any of them. Rob movies. just dumps them all in the F tier. Yeah, they're all yeah, they're all bad. Um, yeah, see, that's the problem. Is now it is just it's. I've never seen Cliffhanger or Hard Target, so. Oh wow! Okay. I would have. I'd go with Crocodile Dundee too. Like, well, yeah. I mean that that one's definitely better. I'm gonna say Godzilla's Revenge. Um, is that where a bunch of Arby guys were chasing Godzilla through the woods? That's, no, it's the one we watched for the podcast oh, where I was the little kid. That's right. It's yeah. magically transported. It has nothing to do with that, but, you know, it's a kid surviving. Sure. Humping the shit out of someone's car. Humping the bejesus The problem is, yeah, this is now relying is on my shorts. memory, mm-hmm. which, as far as that goes, it's cliffhanger. I see Stallone hanging off a cliff. I see him letting a raccoon fall, which I know is from Ace Ventura 2, mm-hmm. <laughs> When Nature Calls, not actual cliffhanger. Uh, and I see John Lithgow being exploded by a helicopter. Hard target. I just see John Glenn Van Damme punching a snake. Yeah. So, <laughs> and biting its ass off. Yeah, that's all I really remember at the moment, so it's hard to judge. But I'll, right. go with your, I'll go with your list. It's fine. So um, do we want to just recommend, like, Rambo then? Yeah, oh yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah watch Rambo. First Blood. Yeah. Or I'd still recommend I know it's you said it doesn't count cuz it's an alien but but I'm with Rob with Predator. Predator. Yeah. Oh, well yeah, we will I mean, always just, recommend just Predator. Pre- just as a general rule. Yeah, watch yeah just watch Predator. What in doubt? Watch. If you haven't Predator. seen Predator, watch Predator. Because it's a if You haven't Friday. seen Predator in a while? Yeah, watch I mean Predator. it's it's got a dude being hunted at a disadvantage through the woods. Yeah. It's got dirty dreadlocks. Um they're not that dirty, but yeah, well, I mean slimy. It's, it yeah. has memorable developed characters that you watch yeah. die. Yeah, as for Shane, you could spare yeah. with shame in his eyes. A fairly ethnically diverse cast. Mm-hmm. Dylan, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's got the the greatest bro grab in the history of mm-hmm. cinema. Yeah. It's got a mayor with a machine gun. It, yeah, it's it's resulted in several governors. Or governor. Governor, governor sorry. Yeah. Carl Weathers what ran under the guys in Predator party. <laughs> oh, that, how did that not work? <laughs> well, if you see the results of the guys in Predator yeah, party world, so far, the world they don't have a great that's record. That's the thing. One. The other two got their chance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, they, they did, Black's and they gonna, squandered it. Yeah, yeah, Shane Black's going to get on there, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Bill Duke, end this. Prenny, President 2024. Yeah, let's end this. Uh, la, 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 Tony, what's next? 
Oh, we, I don't know why you're asking me because you usually do this part, but it's this is when we roll, roll the, wee, the yeah, dice. It's time to roll the dice. It's Tony's turn. Is it? To- yeah, I, I rolled this turn. Yeah, we don't let John roll anymore because he takes all the 20s. All right. Tony, roll the die. And if you roll 13, you have to roll or, again because... Roll or you could look at it as I get the only 20s. <laughs> you guys just can't do it. No, Rob, Rob gets 20s. <laughs> yeah, I squander. He squanders the shit out. It's a bad day when he gets a 20. <laughs> yeah, the problem is all our 20s so far have been squandered, haven't they? I'm the shit post lord. <laughs> I think Bri did good with a 20, if I remember right. Yeah. I forgot what he picked, though. Is that when we got the... Um... Uh, dra- uh, dragon oh. already can't be good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know what you're talking about. No, no. It uh, was showing off. I can't remember the name of the. Oh, movie. the last dragon. Oh, the last dragon. Yeah, that's that a could fun be. movie. That yes. <laughs> Sorry, you just dragon movies. The thirteen. That's two. two. Right in Tony's wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah. Apparently not feeling good oh. enough for the three oh. today. Oh, hey, all right. Oh, well, that's oh. all right. Yeah, Terminator 2. Oh, all right. Yeah, right. Judgment Day. Just in time oh. for Avatar 2. Right. James Cameron joint. of water. You want to see every vehicle in the world explode? Terminator 2. There you go. You want to see Terminator 1, but with a liquid guy? Terminator, Terminator 2. 2. <laughs> you want to see Eddie Furlong be a bitch? Yeah. You want to see this podcast come to an end? Donate it for him. <laughs> um. Yeah, listeners out there, uh, if you would like to be hunted to the death by the 4 a.m. podcast, don't worry. Um, please send us an email. Yeah, you are in no danger no, at yeah. all, and you're not allowed to hurt us. Um, <laughs> just do not double back. Yeah, please go on. Don't get, double back. You get to spend a day hanging out with the 4 a.m. podcast, and then we unleash you into the wilds of West Haven. Yeah. Uh, you know, you get an ample head start and, um, yeah, it takes us a while to finish breakfast. We, afterwards, we're going to argue about how we're going to chase you for a while. Yeah. And by this point, you'll already be at the airport think, and back, you know, on your way to your desk to wherever you came from. I'll say something racist. So then the taxi driver that was going to take us to yeah. chase you down won't pick, pick we'll, us up. We'll make sure John doesn't actually kill you. Yeah. And I think there will also be like a couple hours. We'll be trying to figure out if we're chasing you after breakfast or after second breakfast mm-hmm. you know the, the guys will be super late getting here to begin oh yeah this. yeah you're it, gonna be fine you get to, you might get to see some behind the scenes magic yeah like me taking yeah. my two to three dumps on average um <laughs> yeah and if if we do have to, to even find you just, the dog. just walk away at a steady pace yeah we oh yeah get not even steady pace just you you might actually want to turn back a couple of times just to make sure we're okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you know that's available if anyone wants it. And if you if you hogtied show in a mine, make sure he has his inhaler. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Um, and some snacks. Yes. Uh, now, oh, uh, I forgot where I was going with this, so never mind. <laughs> Perhaps going to suggest sponsoring an episode. <sighs> I mean, you can, yeah. Yeah, if you want to. 20 bucks gets you a movie of your choice. And and whoever the hell will show up. If you provide your own transportation to get here, we will hunt you to death afterwards. Sure, yeah, we will host you, and then we'll hunt you. We'll host you, and then we'll roast you. Uh, We do reserve the right to make you um, move around on a running machine for 30 minutes. (laughs) Also, we prefer that... uh, for this hunt to commence, you go somewhere we want to go. 
This joke yeah. has gone on way too long. Yep, ah, yep. All right. Our email is the4ampodcast at gmail.com. Please email us. We love to read them. That's really it. Tell us what your favorite uninspired bunch of dudes hunting another dude movie is. Yeah, it has to be a movie. Yeah, tell us your list of in order what uh, you know what you think they are and <laughs> add on any you think we should uh, have. Non-X-rated movie. Yeah, yeah please. Well, please. No, no all male <laughs> ass. I don't need to see one dude being hunted, <laughs> hunted down by, by a bunch of dudes. <laughs> <laughs> and if, if so, I need to make sure that you have the proper diet first. Mm-hmm. So, please subscribe to the podcast. So we'll see you next time. Gotta look you right in the eyes as I devour your soul. Good night, everybody. Uh, Ending salutation from John. Bye! Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, and if possible, leave a review. If you have questions, comments, or would like to sponsor an episode, email us at the4ampodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support the show, you can buy a t-shirt, hoodie, and more at Teespring. Or gain access to exclusive content by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash 4ampodcast. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.